Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Hey, fellow adults. Let's figure out adult life together. Because adulting wasn't taught in school. Listen to stories and questions and sometimes expert advice on adulting, self-development, finding stability, relationships, health, well-being, and more. Because it's an adult thing! Woot woot! Hello! Hello! Hi, fellow adults! Hello, Kasama nyo naman po kami. Ito si Carla. Si Nika. At si Azel. Azel, nasan ka ma? Magparamdam ka. <laughs> She is with us in spirit. <laughs> yep. Anyway, isang mabilisang shoutout po muna para sa listeners natin na si Danica Vasquez. New favorite show daw niya ang It's an Adult Thing. Yay! Si Madam Nova Bell. New fan daw natin siya from Bukidnon. Oh. Wow! All over the Philippines. Sabi. <laughs> si Humpty Dumpty Dump. Sabi niya, love you guys. Aww. Aww. Thank you. Hello din po kina Errol Boo and Madam Camille Perez. Pati kay Angelique Rendon. Na teenage listener daw natin. Sabi niya, para raw tayong mga ate niya. Oh, like, utusan nga natin to. Mga ate may power mang utos. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> And, of course, batiin din natin si Mika.Cox na walang sawang nag-heart ng mga Instagram posts natin. <laughs> lahat ng Instagram posts, hinart niya eh. We super appreciate when you let us know that you appreciate what we are doing. Totoo yan. Kaya guys, let us know your thoughts and feels then about the show or any particular episode, we love hearing your feedback. Itag, mention, message nyo kami sa Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And if you have, guys, a few more minutes to spare, beka naman po, pwede nyo rin kaming bigyan ng review sa Apple Podcast or sa Facebook or both. Pwede-pwede rin yun. And i-follow nyo kami sa Spotify. So, kung nasa Spotify kayo ngayon nakikinig, like, Pagpunta nyo sa page ng It's an Adult Thing, meron doon maliit na button na follow button. Yeah. Follow nyo na guys, follow nyo na. Yes. Hindi namin to itutuloy hanggat hindi nyo pinapollow. <laughs> Mag-aatay kami. <laughs> Important yun guys, para makita ng mga tao na legit po itong podcast natin, ano, tsaka may nakikinig sa atin. Hindi lang nakikinig moms, may mga nagre-request din ng topic sa atin. Mm-hmm. Like right now, for this episode, once again, this is one of the most requested topics by you guys, our listeners. And mm-hmm. it makes sense kung bakit sort of it's a trending request itong topic na to given the grim pandemic that we are currently in. Mom Shinika, mm. can I just share my Facebook timeline has never been so black. Never before have I seen so many candles as profile pictures. Yeah. And actually, ano, uh, to be fair, hindi lang naman death 
ang rising loss lately. Mm-hmm. There are jobs, relationships that ended, past norms that we miss so much, at marami pang iba. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's why today, we will be discussing grief and how to cope with it. And to help us understand this difficult emotion and how to gracefully deal with it, we have with us today a licensed psychologist, a researcher, and part-time lecturer. She has a major in counseling psychology from Ateneo de Manila University. Right now, she's also taking up her doctorate in psychology, also in Ateneo. And she is currently a consulting psychologist for InTouch Community Services Incorporated. She conducts individual and group therapy sessions with clients focusing on depression, anxiety, emotional and relational concerns, family conflicts. Nako, parang kailangan ko to, ha? Kailangan natin lahat to, ma'am. <laughs> kailangan natin lahat. Tama, tama. Kailangan ng lahat, tama. Adjustment difficulties, trauma, abuse, marginalized populations for adolescents and Adults. Sakto-sakto. Ano bang hindi kayang yeah, i-handle oh. nitong guest natin? Ano pa? So, <laughs> let's all welcome to the show, Miss Mara Yusinko. Hi guys. Hi Nika. Hi Carla. Thank you for the very, wow, warm welcome. Ginawa <laughs> <laughs> mo yan eh. I mean, <laughs> ikaw gumawa niya ni Binasa lang namin credentials mo. In-enumerate lang. Yeah, thank you for being awesome. An awesome adult. Takto lang. Pero sige. <laughs> Mahirap ng ano, no? Compliment. 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 <laughs> yes, no? Kahit deserve naman. Bago tayo mag-dive into the actual topic, konting papag-good vibes muna dahil mabigat-bigat yung topic natin ngayon. So, let's start off on a light and sunny note. Let's ask each other kung ano yung mga adulting highlight natin recently. Nika, ang cute kasi nakita nyo ba? Tinag tayo ni Mom si Mary Grace sa IG story niya. Ni-screen cap kasi ni Mary Grace yung kumustahan nila nung kausap niya. Tapos yung kumustahan nila went like, anong highlight and low light mo lately? Oh, ang cute! So, may napulot naman siya. Uh-oh. Sa 30 episodes natin, may isa nang siyang napulot. 35! <laughs> Yun lang pala yun ako. But it's so cute. Mas interesting naman talaga yung meron kang prompt questions kesa yung vague na kumusta lang. Di ba? Yes. Wait, speaking of kumusta, may kukumustahin tayo. Azel, ano na? <laughs> Sorry. Kasi 4am na ako natulog. Oh okay lang. So, share tayo ng highlights natin. Uh-oh. Alam na nila kung anong lowlight ko, no? <laughs> <laughs> Dahil dyan, Ezel, una ka, una kang magsabi ng highlight. Okay. A highlight ko, yesterday, officially moved out na ako sa apartment ko sa Manila. Ooh. So, isang malaking step yon sa buhay ko na medyo bittersweet kasi sobrang love ko yung place na yun. Mm-hmm. Pero, damn. Finally. <laughs> so how did it feel seeing you packed your stuff, ganyan? Ipat mo yung life mo. Anong feeling na? Ang weird kasi nung time na yun, nung nag, uh, naghahakot na ng gamit, ang focus ko lang, ay, picturean ko para may memory. <laughs> <laughs> Legit naman. Naman, naman. Pero ayun, actually excited. Mm-hmm. Ang weird nga, eh, di ba, nandun sa Biggest Fears episode natin na I'm Afraid of Change. Mm-hmm. As in sukle. 
Oo, sin parang kahapon binigyan ako ng chat. <laughs> ah, change as in ano, uh, pagbabago, pagbabago sa okay. yeah. But weirdly, kahapon, parang okay lang ako. Good. <laughs> Was okay with it. Congrats, Mom Congrats. Congrats. Thank you, thank you, guys. How about you, Carla? What's your adulting highlight? Ang adulting highlight ko lately, for the past two weeks, I think, Mom, nagnanormalize na ulit yung tulog ko for the first time sa buong pandemic. Oh my God. As in, nakakatulog ako ng before 2 a.m. Pero ano oras ka nag-message ka gabi? <laughs> I mean, wala nang basagan ng trip. Ano? <laughs> Ikaw, Ma'am Shinika, anong highlight mo naman lately? Kung highlight ko, yung suot kong damit. Ako yung gumawa nito. Seryoso? <laughs> oh, maganda. In fairness. Ganda. Yes. Oh, ganda. I crocheted ito. May mga ruffle-ruffle wow. pa yan sa baba. Ang cute. <laughs> Yun na po, ang highlight ko. I used my hands to make my own top. That's the highlight of my week. <laughs> Legit, mom. As in, seryoso ha? It's something na ibibenta ng kamiseta or bayo. Wow! <laughs> Totoo! So, nakita nila, ay, yun na yun. Hindi <laughs> ko sure kung may bibili ha, pero ibibenta. <laughs> Naka-display lang. Hindi maganda. Legit, legit. Thank you. Oh, ito na. Si Madam Mara. Mom, si Mara, what's your highlight recently? Adulting highlight. Well, medyo big highlight siya. So, you guys caught me in a good time. So, two days ago, I just got married. What? So, yay! I think it's a big move, right? Wow! Oh my God! Oh, MG! Wait lang, inaabala ba namin ang honeymoon nyo? <laughs> no naman, we are in the honeymoon. So, pinatulog ko muna oh siya doon. Oh my God! <laughs> Congrats at pasensya na po at thank you na you're squeezing us in to your honeymoon, OMG. No, it's okay. Oh my God, that is such a highlight. Super congratulations. Thank you, thank you. May isi-share pa kami. Ito yung pinaka-benggang-benggang highlight nating tatlo for this podcast, right? Yes. Kilig me. We are now officially part of PNA or Podcast Network Asia, the largest podcast network in the country. Congrats, Thank guys. you, Ms. Matt. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you. Kaya, guys, ito, piniflex po namin yung better audio quality namin <laughs> from now <Yes>. onwards. <laughs> Moms, may paayudang microphone si PNA. So, nakaahon-ahon din ang audio quality namin. <laughs> Saka sobrang dami pang support na pinoprovide ni PNA sa adulting tribe natin. Kaya ngayon pa lang, sobrang nagpapasalamat na kami sa pag-welcome sa It's an Adult Thing sa PNA family. So thank you, Podcast Network Asia. Heart, heart, PNA. Ayan, okay. Masaya na tayo. Okay, sumaya na, sumaya na. Sumaya na, okay. Pwede nang ilugmok ulit. Charot. Sige, so... We will now talk about our topic for today, which is grief. Balik na tayo. In Tagalog, dalamhati. Miss Mara, para nasa same page tayong apat, pati yung listeners natin, may you explain to us what grief is? Okay. And we don't want to assume that all of us have the same concept, eh, saka understanding of what it is and how it feels. Mm. Okay, okay. See, so grief, it's a normal and natural response to the loss of someone 
sometimes even something important to you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a natural part of life. I think everyone here in this room and all the listeners might have experienced grief in one way or the other and would probably experience even more ang sad no, no? <laughs> even more grief throughout their lifetime. So, it's a typical reaction mm-hmm. to death or things like divorce, in the pandemic, job loss, diba? Mm-hmm. Um, the loss of coping mechanisms, the loss of um, socialization, or things like moving away from family, friends, or even the loss of your own good health. Those can elicit the feelings of grief. So, most people tend to associate grief with losing people or someone they love. But in reality, we all can grieve for all sorts of reasons. So, in essence, yung feeling of grief, it's it's really stemming from kapag yung parang something happens that sort of destroys or shatters yung sense of security and stability natin. Kasi for us to be able to function normally day to day, we have to be able to sort of operate under that assumption that things are safe, things are secure. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then something comes along, a loss comes along to destroy that. And it sort of leaves us feeling, well, at a loss for one, mm-hmm. shattered, disoriented, and some people even panic. So disruptive loss? Yeah, uh-uh, ganun. So parang it's, it's like the experience of turning your world upside down because of a loss also. Okay. Share din namin yung isang description ng isa sa mga listeners natin on how grief feels like. Sabi ni Carr, it's like drowning or being trapped in a room with no doors and windows. Like, I couldn't breathe. Siya daw, hindi siya makahinga. I couldn't breathe or escape the reality of my dad being gone. Oh, okay. Relate ako dun, ma'am, na grief feels so inescapable mm-hmm. at the moment. At the moment, yeah. yes. No? As in, kahit saan ka pumunta, kahit ipikit mo yung mata mo, kahit magkulong ka, kahit pumunta ka sa crowded place, yeah. Yeah. it yes. comes with you. It doesn't ask permission. It just comes with you and clings to you. Yeah. Actually, just driving off yung kinuwento ni Carr, very typical nga for people, even in therapy and also in some research that, you know, I've been part of, um, to use the metaphor of alon or too big mm-hmm. when it comes to describing grief. Na parang, when you first experience that, yung initial shock of grief, it's yung, it's like a deluge, di ba? Parang isang malaking alon na parang hindi ka makaahon, you're struggling, you're sort of trying to get your head above water, yung sinasabi mo, hindi ka makahinga, it's just everywhere. And then eventually, as it ebbs away, di ba, naghumuko pa, or the, the wave sort of dies down. Mm-hmm. But it keeps on, it will whip, di ba, parang like a wave, it will keep crashing, and then it will ebb, it will crash, it will ebb, mm-hmm. until it's semi-stable. But sometimes it's, it will still crash, like an alon, di ba? Mara, curious din kami, bakit ba may grief in the first place? Like, what is it for? What function? Does it serve? Because I guess we wouldn't have evolved as a grieving species if grief were not beneficial to our survival as a species, right? Or is it just a bug in our system, in our programming? Actually, hindi lang tayong people or tao ang nakaka-experience ng grief. There's also some evidence borrowed from people who study animals and their behaviors that show that some animals also experience grief, similar to how we experience it. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Particularly animals who raise their young. So animals who... Mammals? Yes, mammals. So animals who would tend to... But even birds, they raise their young. So put it in. So ah, okay, okay, okay. animals who raise their young um, typically would know what grief feels like. Primates, for example, mm-hmm. have been shown or observed to carry their dead offsprings around with them and descend into a version of despair and depression also before letting the dead child go. So that's primates. And I don't know if you guys have experienced taking care of rabbits or guinea pigs. Mm -hmm. So I've witnessed this. I have had rabbits and guinea pigs. And when one of the partners would die, Mm -hmm. you kind of observe them feeling, looking acting differently. Nawawalan sila ng gana kumain, uminom ng tubig, and I've lost the partners of the oh. the rabbits or guinea pigs that died because of that. Oh. But yeah, basically, I guess, you can typically see this grieving um, in mm. animals that take care of their young ones or form mm. bonds. Okay? So, mm. bonding or social animals also. So, social animals like us, people, humans, we form bonds, not just with our babies, though that's one of the strongest parang evidence na madaling makita. But also our friends, our immediate family, communities, social groups, etc. So, I guess what we're trying to say here is species who learn to form attachments, mm. which is, in other words, love, mm. experience grief. Because love, ano bang ginagawa ng love for us, di ba? When we love or when we attach or bond to someone or to something, even our jobs, di ba? Our identities. We want to keep them safe. We, they feel precious to us. We want to protect it. We want to keep it safe. Thereby allowing it to survive. So, when we lose it, so yun yung consequence. Na alam natin pag nawala yung bagay na yon or yung taong yon, masakit. Okay? So, we will protect it even more then we will ensure that they survive, we survive. Mm -hmm. So in a way, you can see from an evolutionary perspective, grief is the side effect of love (laughs) or attachment. Mm. Mm. OMG, parang si WandaVision ma. (laughs) What is grief but love persevering? Persevering. Ah, My heart. Wait lang, first two questions pa lang naiyak na ako. Ano to? Ako <laughs> ah, Actually, parang medyo na, nabanggit mo na to kanina, Miss Mara, yung iba-ibang types of grief. Or meron nga bang iba-ibang types of grief? Or is it just caused by different things, but grief itself is a universal emotion? Yeah. I think grief in itself is generally universal so generally grief varies in terms of how intense we feel it so depending kung gaano ka-attached dun sa sa tao or sa bagay or sa job or whatever mm-hmm. um that you lost diba so or anong importance nun? so may ganung variance may variance in duration so some people will grieve at the next amount of time, some people can grieve longer. Mm. And also, there's, I mean, it's not a type or a kind, but the object of grief. Na parang, is it, I'm grieving a lost person? Am I grieving a job? Am I grieving a friend? So, may ganong variance. Pero meron lang siguro akong tatlong categories of grief lang na, hindi naman siya necessarily different. It's still grieving, but something to look out for lang. Or to take notice. 
So first is there's um it's a bit different yung experience anticipatory grieving or mourning. That's right. So ito yung mga people na nagii-expect sila or they're anticipating the death or the loss of something. So I guess the difference is for people who experience anticipatory grief. You kind of experience the grieving process while the thing is still there or while the person is still alive. So typical to with people who have family members who have been sick for a long time na you're already coming to terms with it you're going through your anger your yung feelings of this is so unfair iba na yung buhay natin ano na lang yung buhay after niya while the person is still living so you're able to finish um typically chapter not everything but you're able to have that time to close certain things with the person say goodbye say i love you i forgive you etc so napaprocess siya while the person is still living there's also sudden loss so ito naman yung grief that comes after sudden unexpected death so it's different from anticipatory mourning kasi hindi mo siya ini-expect mm-hmm. so sometimes because it's sudden hindi ka na hindi ka parang na-ease into it it can feel like ini-exceed nung loss yung coping abilities mo as a person Mm-hmm. which can result in feelings of being overwhelmed or unable to function. Mm-hmm. And lastly, another thing to look into is complicated grief. So again, like I said, wala naman timeline si grief. No? Saka may variance yan sa intensity and those are all normal. Mm-hmm. But may certain times or certain context in which the grief does not progress as typically expected. So what happens is the intensity and the duration of the grief is prolonged and to the point na, na it interferes with a person's ability to function. Because I'm sure you guys have experienced grief and you would notice na even while you're grieving, you're able to feel happiness, you're able to feel love, you're able to feel mm. like I need to work pa din or whatever. Mm. But the difference here is it's so invasive na debilitated na yung tao for a prolonged period of time. Because you will feel kind of debilitated talaga, like when the death just happened, parang ayaw mo nang tumayo. Mm-hmm. Pero yung complicated grief, it's like prolonged na siya. As in, antagal na hindi ka pa rin maka-function mm-hmm. or maka-enter back into engaging with other people, engaging with life. So, ito na yung sometimes it can develop into symptoms of depression and anxiety and nagiging super persistent na siya. So, yun yung mga parang, it's not kinds of grief, but other types of grief to sort of look out for also. Miss Mara, when you say prolonged, how long are we looking at? Mirap, no? <laughs> well, di, no, kasi I can't, I don't want to prescribe an X amount of time. Mm-hmm. But siguro, it depends on the person also, na parang if you feel like it's been too long, it's really not too much of the time, but the functionality and the time. So, because you can be grieving till you're five years from now, but nakaka-engage ka na with people, work, etc. But it's more of like, it's been a few years or a year na, and you notice that you can't re-engage with mm-hmm. the people in your life, like your family, your remaining family members, your partner, you can't re-engage in your work, your activities. That's when it's, uh, this is complex grief na. Mm-hmm. So, pag ganun, would you recommend to seek professional help na? Because it might be depression na pala or something? I think, yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely. Though, I think kahit naman na it's just parang grief talaga that we experience universally. 
it doesn't mean na hintayin natin mag-develop into complicated na ah, correct, correct, we correct. address it. So sometimes it just feels nice to know na may parang ka-holding hands ka as you walk through grief. Mm-mm. So, Mm-hmm. But definitely, if ganun na napansin mo, meron kang friend, may ganun kang relative, yung nanay mo, ganun pa rin yung feel time to gently prod them towards that direction to seek help. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Mara, for clarifying. Kasi sorry, my bad. Mm-hmm. So, lumabas yung um, initial presumption ko na mm-hmm. counseling and therapy is only for those suffering depression already. Mm. So my bad because it's like saying na ang mga dapat lang pumunta sa physicians are those who have cancer already. Yeah. Kailangan ba grave na yung nararamdaman bago mag-seek ng professional help? So yeah, whatever emotional difficulty we're having and we don't feel equipped mm-hmm. na tayo lang ang mag-manage nun, I think It's always, you know, we have the right to yeah, to yeah. seek help for that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, Mara, meron kami gustong i-clarify kasi I, I bet many of us have heard or read about the stages of grief. Kasi lagi natin siyang nababasa, laging may pa-quote sa Facebook, Instagram about it. May songs pa nga yeah, about it. Eh. True, may song about it? The script. Tampol daw, Carla. <coughs> Ito. <laughs> <laughs> yung ba yung ano? Six degrees of separation? Yeah, separation. Pero it sounds like grief eh. Ah, diba? Yung song ni The Script. Tama, tama. Tama, ma'am. So, yun nga eh. It's so prominent sa popular culture and literature. So, Mara, how legit is it? And if it's legit, can you expound sa kada stage? At kung anong nangyayari sa kada stage na yun? Okay, sige. I will try. Sige. So, <laughs> exam pala. Exam ito. Parang <laughs> comprehensive exam. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, so I think we're referring to Elizabeth Kubler-Ross's stages of grief. So sabi ni Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, there's five stages. Actually, si Kubler-Ross, ang interesting dito is when she talked about the stages of grief, she wasn't actually talking about bereavement. Or people who've experienced losing. Mm. Ang kanyang context when she sort of released these observations or yung theory na to was observation niya to for people who are coming to terms with dying. So people who are sick coming to terms with dying. Oh, okay. 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 So I guess maybe a lot of the contention is coming from that um, end also. But anyway, maybe I'll explain muna yung stages. So the first stage, according to her, is denial. So napapansin daw niya na people who are in anticipating death or anticipatory grief in a way, right? Mm-mm. There's a lot of denial. Um, it's coming from the fact that you can't accept that this is what's happening. Right? Your life is going to change. You're going to die. You're going to leave people behind. So you sort of act like it's not happening. Yeah. And then the next is it's sort of like slowly sinking in. Something's happening here. This is not okay. Then you feel angry. Undeniable na siya. Oh, undeniable. Nice one. <laughs> okay. So you become angry. So that's anger. So you start to sort of like feel that this is so unfair. It's a protest, diba? Mm-hmm. Bakit to nangyayari sa akin? Mm-hmm. And then it transitions into bargaining na... What can I do to prolong this? What can I do to get someone back? Mm-hmm. And then when you realize na, oh my gosh, there's nothing I can do, you fall into a more depressive state. So not necessarily clinical depression, but a sort of, it's like a despair. 
wala ka nang magawa. Mm-hmm. And you sort of withdraw into yourself and isolate and sort of come to terms with it. Mm-hmm. And then you emerge with acceptance na this is really what's happening. I'm gonna learn to be comfortable with it and accept it into my reality. Mm-hmm. So I think parang when people say na it's not legit, what we're just trying to say is, siguro ang nangyari is people have co-opted the five stages to explain what happens with people who are grieving. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like trying to put in a linear, organized way yung experience of grieving. Mm-hmm. When in fact, yes, you'll experience those things. Maybe some, maybe hindi. But it's more complex than that. So grief is very unique mm-hmm. to each person. Kasi unique din yung attachment natin to things and to people. Mm-hmm. So ang sinasabi lang is, wag natin siyang, or even in therapy settings, we're not gonna use it as a prescriptive. Mm-mm. Na parang, okay, you go through this ha, tapos okay ka na. Mm-mm. Step one, check. Oh, step, step two, two check. check. Okay ka na. <laughs> so, bakit ka pa bumalik sa anger? Nasa bargaining na tayo. <laughs> so, it's not meant to be prescriptive, it's just meant to be descriptive. Mm-hmm. So, yun yung contention with it. So, it's not not legit. It has legitimate see to it pero we don't want to use it to minimize or to clean up yung process of grieving for people because it's really messy and Mm-mm. it can't capture it in five steps or in five clean stages i think what happens kasi is nagiging guilting or nakaka guilty to the person grieving oh. to feel like i'm not going through this correctly mm. yung ganong feeling na parang people say na parang dapat after Depression, acceptance na. Eh, bumabalik ako sa galit minsan kasi hindi ko pa rin matanggap. Mm-mm-mm. So, it kind of feels like may should, kumbaga. Parang may, yeah. may push towards a certain direction, may pressure. Right, right. So, mm-hmm. which is what we don't want to do to people who are grieving anything. We don't want to pressure them yeah. to move mm-hmm. along kasi nandito na dapat siya. So, yun lang. Parang, it's, it's sort of a nice way to describe, but we shouldn't prescribe and expect it from people also. You know what, Miss Mara? That's so true. Because during this pandemic, I have a close friend na yung favorite co-worker niya under her nag-resign. Mm. And she just couldn't understand why she was feeling so sad. Hindi nga niya ma-explain kung ano yung nafe-feel mm. niyang sadness eh. So binabash niya yung sarili niya na, grabe friend, para kong tanga, ba't ba ako naiiyak over this and oh. that? Sabi ko, friend, you're grieving. It's legit. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you don't have to give yourself a timeline na hanggang kailan ka lang pa pwedeng ma-feel sad over it. Tapos nang na-realize niya na, oo nga, no? Oo nga. Oo nga. Yeah. So sobrang legit na it's not as if there's one way to properly yeah. grieve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. But for more, <laughs> eto na ma'am ang ating golden question. <laughs> How do we cope with it? Mm-hmm. Meron bang recommended things to do or things to avoid when we are grieving? Okay, so again, I think we're, even in therapy, we're careful to sort of not go into the advice or mm-hmm. prescriptive route. Mm-mm. But generally, um, there are things that we can do to sort of experiment kung mag help with us. So again, because grieving is a personal process, may pagka-personal din siya. So, mm-hmm. I guess yung parang, ano lang, yung warning sa mga sasabihan kong mga general tips is mm-hmm. what might work 
dun sa iba might not work for you. Mm-hmm. So sort of also try to go on that discovery for yourself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so how do we cope with grief? So with time and support, generally the grieving does get better. So yung alon metaphor nga, mm-hmm. na it doesn't feel like a deluge anymore. It can just feel like ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. So in general, taking care of yourself more. Mm-hmm. So simple things like, di ba, when you lose someone or even like nung nawalang ka ng trabaho in the pandemic, you can get so absorbed in it that you can forget to feed yourself. You can forget mm-hmm. to take a bath. You can forget to move around and give yourself some sunlight, di ba? So Mm-mm. when we say taking care of yourself, yun, even if it hurts, even if minsan hindi mo ganun pa feel just take time to check in with yourself na, uy, gutom ka na. Uy, hydrate. <laughs> There's simple mm-hmm. things like that lang. Mm-hmm. So taking care of yourself, seeking support, mm. because syempre, a lot of grief, again, because nga attachment-based siya. So having some sort of attachment interaction and engagement can also help. So that's where support can come in. Talking to friends and family, those, those are actually good. So sometimes people, I always hear this with clients, they would say, I need to be strong. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I can't show my mom that I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm the breadwinner now. I need to show that ako yung okay. Para if I break down, they will break down. Mm-hmm. Diba? Parang yun yung mga typical things that we tell ourselves and we hear from people. But actually, it's the opposite. Na, it doesn't mean that you cry and say that you miss your dad, mahina ka na, and that your whole family will just crumble into pieces. Mm-hmm. In fact, studies have shown na grieving together as a community, as a family, mm-hmm. can help create meaning and memorialize yung death na nawala, which can aid the grieving process. Mm-hmm. So, grieving together, sharing that grief with the people who also lost the same person mm. or even to people na friends mo, even if hindi sila connected dun sa nawala mong tao or trabaho or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, social support is important. It helps people understand kung nasan ka at anong tulong yung kailangan mo. You know what, Mara? Sobrang pressing ng point na yan. Mm-hmm. I have a Friend. She's also a therapist, actually. And she was explaining to me na, sabi niya, alam mo, Mare, sobrang laking chunk ng mga buhay natin ang ninakaw ng pandemya because people cannot grieve together. Yeah. And she was saying na, alam mo ba, lahat ng societies, communities sa mundo, they have their own rituals of collective grieving. Mm. And right now, we cannot have it. I agree. With your friend, siguro touching on the rituals na minention niya, one of the ways to cope with grief, we need to ritualize and memorialize it. If there's a way for your culture or your family to make sense of the grief, participate in it. Rituals and ceremonies allows for the acknowledgement of the pain of the loss mm. and allows for us to culturally be able to offer social support and reaffirm that support for ourselves. So I agree with her. Mm. And yun nga, I guess going into that next topic na paano na eh, pandemic, we can't even grieve together. We can't congregate diba, mm-hmm. together. Yeah. I think what the pandemic or this particular context is calling for us is to acknowledge na the ways that we used to concretize or to memorialize 
our losses are not available. So just to acknowledge na hindi siya ganun ka-available, but to also utilize whatever we can at the moment to create new spaces and rituals to emerge. So even if it doesn't fulfill it, yan, things like this little square box, Zoom, finding our own personal ways kung yun nga, kung hindi pa ganun ka-available yung social connection to create li- rituals for ourselves talking to the dead person or to the loss in the morning, ganyan, reconnecting with that, or reconnecting nga with people who are connected to that people. So kahit na hindi nyo mapuntahan together sa living and go through that process, recreate some of it by spending time just honoring the person, talking mm-hmm. about that person. So mm-hmm. rituals are important, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to add on to that, before kasi when I was younger, hindi ako masyadong fan ng rituals kasi inisip ko, eh, ano lang yan, ritual lang yan. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just something not well thought of. Kanasanayan lang, tradition lang. And then I heard a world-renowned performance coach um, talk about it. Sabi niya, importante ang ritual because it's a way of unifying, solidifying yeah. the stories you have in your life. Because we have internal stories, tayo lang nakakaalam, and then stories with someone, a partner, halimbawa, kasal, story nyo together, mm-hmm. nagkakaintindihan kayo, that's enough. But it's another level when you tell the world about it and the world acknowledges na, oh, okay, we see you, you're a couple now, yeah. we honor that, we get it. So I think same with many other rituals. So yung multi-layers natin ng stories, nag-aalign sila, validate. So, mas strong yung emotional and cognitive processing natin. Yeah. Tingin mo? Can I add to something to connect to that? Na more on my research and advocacy. So, it's also grieving kasi. So, one of yung research involvements ko in advocacy is we're trying to sort of track the stories or the narratives of the EJK orphan youths. Oh, extrajudicial killing killings orphans. Uh-huh. orphans. Yeah. Tokhang. Talk hang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you to our wonderful government. Anyway, so, but yun yung one thing na parang when we were listening to them, mm-hmm. there's a lot of grieving, pero nabubura. Kasi there's no acknowledgement, legitimization hey, of that killing na nangyari. Mm-mm. It's being denied. Yeah, so yung in connection to what you said, the stories is sa kanila lang. Kasi di siya na-memorialize, di siya na-acknowledge. There's no way that we, as common people outside of that particular circle, have an understanding that this is what they experience. This is their stories and their narratives. So, they just get lost. Unless we, as a community, mm-hmm. even at the barangay level, find a way to legitimize and acknowledge. And one of the things that were suggested is to create spaces in which they can memorialize and ritualize these mga experiences of death and share the stories of these people. Parang hindi sila nabubura lang. Grabe, Mara, ang importante ng stories, no? And some people kasi think stories are just for entertainment, not realizing that stories is literally everything mm-hmm. because that's the only way that the human mind can process what's happening, mm-hmm. what happened, what might happen. We think through stories. Yes. Yeah. That's great. Diba? So, when our stories are not validated or not completed, Mm-mm. it becomes very, very unsettling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But my question in mind right now is, how about 
those stories that are not possible to complete. Yung wala na talaga siyang closure. Because mm. aminin naman natin, most of the stories we have, fill in na lang na naman natin yung gap mm. for our stories to make sense to us, to comfort ourselves, to console ourselves. Sorry if it sounds basic trip, pero mm-hmm. that's something I have accepted in my life mm-hmm. na I'm not sure if this story I'm telling to myself is true or not, but it helps me survive. It helps me cope. So I'm using it. I, I'm believing it. But there are times that some stories just don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Bakit niya ako iniwan? Bakit siya namatay bigla? Why did those people do that? Why did I lose my job? I was a top performer. Yeah. So stuff like that. I know isa sa mga pase yet useful is God's will or destiny, karma, stuff like that. Yung mga hindi mo na talaga may explain. So just you just let mm. something bigger than you do the explanation. Pero meron pa bang ibang useful ways to close the story, magkaroon ng closure, or if not, accept the absence of closure. How do we make peace with it? How do, mahirap yun. <laughs> do, no, no, but I think that is the goal. The goal is to make peace with it naman talaga. So I guess it starts with acknowledgement lang, first and foremost, na this is what's happening mm-hmm. and this is the law. So for example, like maybe let's latch on to something concrete, like yun nga, uh, a senseless breakup, for example. Mm-hmm. Na parang feeling mo for you, hindi pa tapos yung story. It has to, it could be completed, pero sa kanya tapos na. Mm-hmm. So, sometimes, you're right. I'm never gonna get that answer from that person. I can keep asking, he can keep answering, it, it will not make sense. Diba? Na parang akala ko ba mag, nagmamahalan tayo, bakit ganon? Mm-hmm. Sinabi mo na nag-change na, how can that be? There's no sense. Mm-hmm. Eh, yun talaga yung explanation. Mm-hmm. So, with that, I think, is to really go through that moment of battling with that grief and battling with that senselessness and processing it, not denying it. So, kasi I guess sometimes we sort of like repress, deny, and then it just keeps coming back. It's to really contend with it and then to acknowledge eventually that the closure is not going to come from the other person or from the company mm-hmm. or from the government. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Though it would be great if they moved, diba? But then I'm just saying that mm-hmm. for yourself lang to move forward, to acknowledge that, to go through the pain, and then there's a lot of acknowledgement that needs to happen, basically. Mm-hmm. Now this is where it's at na talaga and there will be no answers. I guess mahirap to just say accept lang, no? Because you can never say that to a person. And that's where being able to talk about it with friends or with a professional comes. Because by retelling your story, sort of going through the grief, acknowledging it because you're telling it, you move along that process. And you're able to come out na, okay, ito na yun. That was the pain. That was the senselessness. I can't close it. But I can choose to make a meaning out of it. Whether it's personal, mm. yung creating meaning for yourself, or iba naglalatch onto somewhere bigger. Yeah. To attach to communities, engage with people, or for iba, it makes sense to them to say that, okay, maybe that's what God wants. Kasi it makes sense na lang that way. So whatever story helps for you also. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Let's also read entries from our listeners. Uh, ito raw yung mga bagay na ginawa nila to help them cope with grief. So, mm-hmm. baka may mapulot tayo from how they did it. Sabi ni Carr, 
who lost her father two years ago, talking about Papa in everyday conversation, like bringing up anecdotes or things he used to say. So it feels like he's always with us. Naiyak ako. Yeah. <laughs> so yun, yun daw yung nakatulong sa kanya. Always talking about her dad. Sabi naman ni Mama Shee Mary Grace, their father died daw. Pero hindi dyan natatapos ang sakit. His death was blamed on her and her siblings daw by their relatives. Then the relatives did not let them see their father as he was dying. Ang hirap naman ito. So she coped by moving on to another city, starting a new life, cutting ties with relatives, reading a lot of self-help books, and focusing on being independent adults. Ang hirap. Paano pala yun, Miss Mara, kapag multiple causes of grief? Hirap yun. Iba ba yung process pag ganun? Yeah, I mean, kasi di ba parang we're talking about kanina na, oh, one of the ways to healthily cope is to re-engage and yeah. to seek support. Mm-hmm. And I guess from her, and from a lot of clients that come in, parang very telling yan na parang when there's no support, what do you do now? So yung kanya, yeah. there's grief, but there's also a lot of resentment and blame and Mm-mm. even more grief kasi she also lost her family. Yeah. So, again, there's no one right way but to also latch on kung hindi yung family mo, people who can provide you support. Mm-hmm. If you can't get it from friends, you can get it from a professional. Just so you feel like you're not, kasi it would hurt particular um, situation para ang daming alon, di ba? Yeah. So, para lang may raft siya. Coming from different directions. Oh, so, kailangan yan ng stable raft now would help her allow that to happen and also to re-engage with yourself and to aside from making sense of the grief yung mga other forms of grief that are happening what makes sense in her life para makamove forward siya and i suppose for her what made sense is to not to allow this extra toxicity mm-hmm. <laughs> and Mm-mm. extra parang feedback na very negative into her life one thing is to deal with grief i don't need to constantly bombard myself with blame yeah. forever. Okay. So, I'm gonna choose to cut that off. So, yun, getting in touch with your own needs aside from the grieving needs and acting on it with support. Miss Mara, meron ba sa Pilipinas like mga emotional support groups? Kasi, nakikita ko lang siya in Hollywood series or mga ano. Actually, no. Yung mga nakaupo na nakabilog. Oo. Meron bang ganun sa Pilipinas? You know what? That's a great <laughs> suggestion and question. Okay. No, because I guess there are probably, but I cannot speak to where to point you Mm-mm. directly at the moment. Because I really don't know at the moment. I can do more research on it. Pero I think there are, but they're not as readily available yeah. as they are in other countries. Parang I can just go to... So if you watch movies, you can go to the church and there's already a support group there yeah. you can sit with. So I think if you have communities, so for example, church groups, youth groups, or whatever groups, mm-hmm. you can see if meron. Mm-hmm. But in terms of psychological processing... Again, you can search if meron, but I feel like hindi pa siya ganun kalaganap. Because therapy, as in yung one-on-one therapy in itself, is pretty young Mm-mm-mm. for our country at the moment. Yeah, so yeah. It's, still, it's still growing. But definitely, that's an identified need. And I agree with you. Because when it comes to grief, kasi really there's nothing like being able to sit with people who experience the same thing and just sharing that narrative with each other. Mm-hmm. And supporting each other. Because you know, you're all going through the same thing right now. Mm-hmm. And as tignika na 
sinadjust mo yan na we proactively seek to elicit the emotions that we need at the moment. This one I learned again from Christine Hasler. Sabi niya, we are responsible for attending to our own emotional needs mm-hmm. as adults. So for example, if you know na kailangan mo ng pakikiramay mm-hmm. and alam mo for a fact that your relatives will not give it to you, mm-hmm. don't seek it sa kanila. Yeah. Hanapin mo yun sa iba. If you know for a fact that you need validation and based on experience, hindi mo yun Makukuha. nakuha sa parents mo, mm-hmm. we don't need to insist mm-hmm. again and again sa kanila just to be rejected again and again. Get that validation from someone else. Pwedeng pwede naman yon. But the point is, if we know what we need, let's find it from people who can provide that for us. Mm. Right. Eto, sabi naman ni Mareng Shina, kung paano raw siya naka-cope sa grief. Quoting her, sabi niya, What helped me cope was allowing myself space for all the emotions that came along with it. Sadness, longing, mm. frustration, anger. And then, in time, what helped me heal was self-compassion mm-hmm. and a strong social support. Mm-hmm. So, trending ang social support talaga, no? Uh-huh. <laughs> Relational and social beings tayo. And we get a lot of our feelings of safety from mm-hmm. people. And from, I mean, di ba, parang in the 80s, usong-usa yung be independent. You don't need no woman or other person. But in reality... We actually need people uh-huh. to be able to feel that sense of safety. For communal species, we need safety. And we get that safety by being with other people also. Of course, we can also do things to make ourselves feel safe. Pero iba din yung to have that community. Kaya nga lang ngayon, diba? It's not just self-care, it's community care. Diba? Actually. Mm-mm. Question pala, follow-up question ko lang. Kasi nabanggit dito self-compassion. And allowing myself space for all the emotions. Paano? Paano yun? <laughs> Paano? <laughs> I-concretize natin, if we can, how do we allow self-compassion in times of grief? Okay. One way na easy and concrete is to think of a person that you really care and love. So, for example, some people would say, oh, my parent, my best friend, or... Lisa of Blackpink. <laughs> Lisa of Blackpink, <laughs> or whatever your partner. You think of that person na mahal na mahal mo. Mm-hmm. And then, you sort of project to that person what you're going through. So, for example, kung siya yung naka-experience ng loss, and it's been three months, and she still feels sad and bad about it, what would you do for her and tell her or him? Would you tell her? Because usually we tell ourselves, ano ba, ilang months na, move on. Parang, ba't di mo kapagawa yun? What's wrong with you? <laughs> diba? Yeah. So that's yeah. how we talk to ourselves. But we'll never say that to someone else na parang, ano ba, what's wrong with you? Why haven't you moved on? Would you tell that to your friend? Diba? Mm-hmm. You would never tell that to your friend. So if hindi mo ma-imagine to say it to yourself, project mo muna to another person. What would you say to her? What would you behave towards her, dadalan mo ba siya ng pagkain, aalaw mo ba siya ng space to grieve, imagine that person. Sulat mo lahat, and then you re-internalize it to yourself. Kung baga, kung sinabi ko sa kanya na, yes, it's really painful, grieving takes time, and that person was very important to us, that's why hindi pa tayo okay right now, then re-internalize it and say it to yourself na, 
oh, dad was very important. So, masakit pa. And even if hindi tayo nagpo-progress towards what the world says we should be feeling, okay lang. Kasi yun yung kailangan natin at the moment. But nga pala ganun, why is it super easy to be nice <laughs> to other people we care about, but so hard on ourselves? May bias tayo sa selves natin eh. I think it's history of experiences then. Na for example, when you would fail as a kid, yeah. how do your parents, yes. or it's not even parents, how does the school process that? Ha? Move on na. Parang you should still be doing well. Mm. So we internalize those messages and then we use it oh as a way to process the world. So be a friend to yourself. Be a good friend to yourself. Yeah. So may isa pang siya na tweet si Mom si Ariana. Tweet daw ito ni at Revin the Dream. So sabi ni at Revin the Dream, learning that grief was circular and not linear helped me so much. It's totally okay to still have this years later when your heart feels broken. Oh, yeah. True. Yes, Azel? May tumutulong luha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pero yeah, I can relate to this tweet. Kasi meron talagang weeks, months, minsan na parang, yeah. oh my God, okay na ako. Tapos biglang, di ko alam kung anong trigger, mm-hmm. trigger ba yon Or bigla na lang pumasok sa isip mo na biglang lalabas ulit, mag- magre-resurface ulit lahat. Tapos parang suddenly it feels like I'm back to square one. Tapos parang feeling mo, nasa na lahat ng progress ko? Mm. <laughs> well, in fact, talagang may days lang talaga na ganun. Tapos magugulat ka after mo bigyan ng sarili mo ng time and space to feel everything, okay ka na ulit. Tapos after a few weeks, pasundot-sundot yung grief. Ganun siya eh. So yun. Ay, ayun nga yung tendency na i-judge mo yung sarili mo na ano na? Ano na, Hazel? <laughs> Akala ko, okay ka na. <laughs> Pero yun nga eh. Normal pala yung nararamdaman ko na paminsan-minsan babalik talaga yung ganun ka-strong na emotions. And it's okay. Mm. Na it doesn't mean na bumalik ka na square one. So what changed, Azel? Kung hindi ka back sa square one, ano yung nabago? Like, nabago ba yung intensity, frequency, or other flavors or factors of that feeling of grief? Parang, unlike before, meron ka nang kakapita na fact. Parang, this too shall pass. Alam ko na to. Mm. And that confidence is, tama ba, Isol, stemming out from the fact na that emotion came to you before at nalagpasan mo siya again and again and again. Yeah. So of course, it makes sense na ngayon, as it is happening, alam mo for a fact na matatapos din siya. Tama, ma'am. Yes. Siguro ma'am, mas nagiging ano ka lang, well-equipped. Resonant yan sa sinabi ng isa kong barkada. Because when she lost her father, mm-hmm. years ago na yon, parang the last time kinumusta ko siya about it. Sabi niya, alam mo, Bax, actually, yung feeling ganun pa rin, para kang nagkaroon ng butas, it feels like you literally have a hole in you that will never be filled again, but you get used to it. So it's not like mawawala siya yeah. altogether. You just become stronger or used to it, or yung nga sabi ni Azel, more equipped. Yeah. And I don't think na unique to kay Azel at dun sa kaibigan ko. Ha? Kasi I remember also an anecdote from the Dalai Lama na he lost a friend na monk then, And of course, mm. it affected mm. the Dalai Lama. Yeah. Mm. So a journalist asked the Dalai Lama, sabi niya, how did you get over that difficult emotion? And then the Dalai Lama went like, I didn't. It's still with me. Mm-hmm. It's still with me. I just mm-hmm. learned 
how to move forward with it, trying my best, but it's not like it disappeared. Mm. So dude, kung si Dalai Lama nga, yeah. dinadala ang grief hanggang ngayon, just trying his best yeah. to be the best adult that he can be moving forward sa buhay. Yeah. Ano ba naman yung tayong mga tagalupang nila lang, di ba? I-accept yung gano'n. Mm. Ito yeah. naman, interesting to. Ah. Hindi niya sinabi how he coped, pero sinabi niya yung naging effect ng patong-patong na grief sa kanya. Mm. So, kinuwento ni Tem yung Swift, noong 2007 mm. daw, their parents separated and mm. their father left. Then the next year, his kuya died of suicide. Mm. Wait, ang bigat, ang bigat agad. Okay. And then, then 2017, his mom died of cancer. Okay, mm. quoting him, It made me tough and to be honest, it's not as good as it sounds. Mm. I had trust issues, made me a bit selfish, and put up my walls too high that people couldn't get through. I tend to push people away rather than be too attached. I fear the feeling of losing someone again. Okay, hinga. Hinga, hinga tayo. Mm-hmm. So, Miss Mara, what are your thoughts on this coping mechanism? Well, first and foremost, sobrang bigat nung pinagdaanan niya and it's like, yeah. sunod-sunod yeah. na big events, no? Parang hiwalay, suicide, mm-hmm. and then death. Actually, he experienced mm-hmm. different kinds of grief along that process, diba? Yeah. I understand yeah. bakit ganda yung naging coping mechanism which mm-hmm. is like siguro if you've been bombarded with that kind of pain again and again wala kang chance umahon di ba yung sa tubig wala ka pang chance huminga yeah. kinanong ka na again, again di ba so mm-hmm. I can understand where he's coming from and bakit it seems like the safer thing to do is to just Mm-mm. come into myself and protect myself so that if people enter my life hindi na ako masaktan Kasi may element din yung sa mga loss niya. There's, there could be a bit of an element of feeling betrayed also, lalo na by the dad. Yeah, diba? yeah, yeah. So, there's also, it's a sense of people can choose to leave me aside from just dying, mm-hmm. ba? From the brother and the dad, even if that's probably not the intention. But definitely, by keeping people away because we're afraid to get hurt or keeping the feelings away, Pwedeng we're also not allowing ourselves to experience more attachments and more love. And it can feel very isolating and lonely. So I suppose to our dear listener, mm. maybe that's something to think about lang na. Is this something that you'd want for the rest of the years that you're going through Earth? Um, would you want to walk it alone? If not, then it might be time to seek for support or help if you feel like the people around you, kasi tagal mo nang hindi nag-open up, tagal mo nang nagput ng walls, Mm-mm. if hindi pa sila safe for you, maybe talking to a third person, a professional, or someone not involved, and slowly opening up that wall, slowly, not breaking, yeah. can be a good first step. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Tama ba ang pagkaintindi ko, Miss Mara, na this thing about emotions is that you cannot numb selected emotions only. If you numb yourself, you numb yourself from all of those emotions. Mm -hmm. Difficult emotions, pleasurable emotions, grief, despair, fun, joy, love. Yeah. Because like when you start to enter into love, eh, yung other face of love is grief and pain and loss, diva. So, pag ninumb mo yung self mo from pain, grief, and loss, 
you're saying na rin na ayoko na mag-love kasi pag nag-love ako, I'm exposing myself to that flip side, di ba? So, if I allow joy, what if it's taken away? Yeah. So, it's just gonna become flat, everything. Meron pa ba, Miss Mara, na other coping mechanisms na very typical of people to undergo or undertake na in the long run, baka hindi pala makatulong? Um, yes. Um, again, I, this is not to judge people going through the same thing. Because sometimes it's just because yun lang yung available mechanism, right? Yeah. Na kaya nilang abutin at the moment or pwedeng pagkapitan. Mm-mm. But generally, unhealthy or unhelpful coping mechanisms are avoidance mechanisms. So, th- repressing your feelings. Mm-hmm. Kasi there's this myth that if I don't pay attention to the feeling or if I repress the feeling, it will go away faster. Mm-hmm. But what happens is, again, if we go through the parang metaphor of water and waves, diba? pag ginanon ko siya sa isang area lang, it will be there for a while and then boom, sasabog siya in ways that are even more destructive than okay. it could have been, mm-hmm. right? So, pumapalo yung emotions na nire-repress natin and hindi ina-acknowledge. So, avoidance mechanism, so anything that has to do with just seeking rewards at the moment to avoid, like drinking, mm. um, sometimes drugs, di ba? Or an, an excessive shopping. So you're just using the high. Aray naman, grabe naman yung <laughs> ano. Hindi <laughs> ka nakailag. <laughs> sa, sa shopping ba? Oh, oh, para, para clear ha, sa shopping ba? Hindi sa drugs. Yes, para clear lang, okay. No, I guess anything na parang you're just using um, highs or temporary pleasurable feelings. The dopamine spikes. Yeah, the spikes. But not facing it. Kasi bumabalik siya eh. If it doesn't come in terms of a breakdown, it comes in terms of attachment issues na I can't attach healthily anymore. <laughs> Yung mga ganon. So, it needs to be faced and dealt with. And that's why, again, going back to social support, it's important to latch on to someone or something kasi minsan it can really feel, that's why people avoid because it feels like it's too big, it's too scary. So, minsan by just Holding on to someone, a friend or something, it can feel a bit more manageable. Yun yung kanyang mechanism. Mm-mm. Nasana capable, ah. <laughs> Mom, Sana capable. Oo. Mm-mm. Actually, kahit kaming tatlo, Ninika and Azel, when we're about to share something kind of heavy, may abiso muna na parang, mga momshi, pwede bang mag-ano? Do you have enough um, mental space right now? Pwede bang magpagbag? ng mm. feels. Yeah. So yun, kapag naman sinabi nila na G, edi go, doon na kami magraran sa isa't isa. Can I just like speak on that? Because that's a great practice. Kasi diba, the opposite end of, or the other spectrum of support also is boundaries. Siyempre mm. parang, mm-hmm. you don't wanna also invade on the boundaries of people around you. And also, you don't want to let others invade your boundaries also kasi ikaw rin yung mauubos. Mm. But sometimes people go on the opposite end because nga of lack of kindness to themselves na hindi rin sila magsisik for support kasi feeling nila, I'm a burden. People are going through their own things, which is right. So I can't talk to them. So dadaling ko to sa backpack ko mag-isa. So, you don't have to go to that opposite spectrum. I think what you guys are practicing is very good. You can always just 
set that expectation with your friends na you have to let me know if hindi mo kaya. But I'll also ask, we ask permission from each other before we seek for support of any kind. So I think that's great that you have that system na when you're about to ask for support, you don't just dump. But also at the same time, you don't just carry it all yourself because other people are going through. You ask for permission. Can I lean on you at the moment? Is it okay if I talk to you? If hindi, then hindi. Mm-mm. Seek another friend. If yes, then great, let's go. <laughs> yes. Mm. Uy, good job daw tayo, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good check. Charot. <laughs> Ito naman, Miss Mara. For example, friend namin yung nag-grieve or may Mm-mm. relative, family na nag-grieve. And if we want to give comfort or support to those who are grieving, paano ba yung tama at helpful na pakikiramay. Kasi isang example lang na I know my partner, 11 years old siya, namatay yung dad niya. Tapos, so at 11 years old, sinabihan siya ng isang well-meaning naman na relative na ano, sinabihan siya na, oh ngayon kailangan mo nang maging matatag kasi mm-hmm. ikaw na ang tatayo sa, para sa pamilya mo. At 11? 11? Oh my God. <laughs> well, I think he wanted to give words of encouragement mm-hmm. to a kid na you are strong. Yeah. Pero the way it was said, and at such a young age, syempre iba yung pag-process niya. So sometimes you want to be helpful, gusto natin makiramay, pero it's not the right way. So paano yeah. ba yung helpful na pakikiramay for people who are grieving? I think what are good things to do is generally just be a good listener. Mm-hmm. So... Sometimes we feel like, ah, baka gusto niya maging alone or whatever, so di ko siya kakausapin. And then yung pala mag-isa na siya doon kasi no one wants to talk about it, right? Because it's so weird and uncomfortable. Mm. So generally, on the safe side, it's good to ask about how they're feeling. If they say, I don't want to talk about it, then leave it be. Okay. But if they start to talk about it, then I think the good thing is to just listen. Allow the person space. Kumbaga, you're just there to sit, be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and you're just there to really just to listen and allow that narrative to take life in that space that you're providing. So as a friend, when we sit with the people who are in pain, we, uh, we just acknowledge the pain. Mm-hmm. Na, na ang sakit nga, nakikita kong nagdudulumhati ka, nakikita kong ang sakit sa initong pagkawalan nito. Mm-hmm. Let them feel sad. You don't have to bypass them and say, but you know, things happen for a reason. Diba? Mm-hmm. So, let them feel sad. And then generally, again, if you're part of the grieving, so you share the same story somehow, or if you have good stories to talk about, for example, friend ka and you've had good interactions with that dad na ginigrieve natin. Talk about it. Memorialize, di ba? Naalala ko si Tito, bait-bait sa akin, namimiss ko din siya. Mm-hmm. I can just imagine how much you miss him. Make telephone calls, be available when you can, and just don't minimize the grief. So, we're stepping into the what not to do. <laughs> Anything that sort of like try to bypass and to not acknowledge the bigness or the gravity of the grief mm-hmm. is, to, is minimizing and is to be avoided. So, I think it's good to remember na we're not there to solve the grief of the person. We don't have to feel pressured to give advice. Mm-hmm. So just be present. And then when they ask for 
your own stories. Ikaw, how did you handle the grief nung namatayang ka or nung nawala'y trabaho mo? Mm-hmm. You can talk about it. But try not to offer it unless it's being asked of you also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kasi maminin natin medyo rampant yung practice na when someone, like a friend, is sharing mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. another friend would be like, Oo, oo nga, ako nga, ganito, ganyan eh. Mm-hmm. So, nakuha ka agad yung spotlight from that grieving friend to you or to another one mm-hmm. na kahit ang intention is to f- make the person feel connected, yeah. offer something na in common, na, oh, I feel you because like this, like that. Pero naaagaw yung moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice. So, intayin na magtanong. Pag hindi nagtanong, listen ka lang. <laughs> listen lang. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Ang takeaway ko doon is... Listen, you don't have to try to solve it. Yeah. yeah. At saka, ang real talk lang din nung sabi ni Mara na just be there, uncomfortable with them. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> true. Uncomfy nga talaga siya. Ganun talaga eh. I mean, kailan pa ba naging comfortable ang grieving? Yeah. Mayroon pa ako isang nakita na ano, I don't know if it's a tweet or on social media. Kapag daw sila, nag-uusap sila nung asawa niya, Uh, ang niya, are we listening or are we solving? Mm. <laughs> so, para lang alam nila yung expectation kapag ka nag-uusap. So, uh, ang ganda na straightforward na tinatanong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isa pang ang sikat na term ngayon is toxic positivity. Heard of it? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are your thoughts on it? And ano ba siya in the first place para sa listeners natin na hindi familiar dun sa term na yun? I guess toxic positivity, it's like an overgeneralization of being happy or being in an optimistic state mm-hmm. that can result in things like denial, minimization, and invalidation of real human emotional experience. So mm-hmm. positivity is okay and there's time for it and there's place for it naman talaga. Yeah. But then, for example, maybe let's go to the pandemic example. Nung kasagsaga ng pandemic, everyone was like sequestered into their home. Suddenly, people are not earning any money. There's so much fear and insecurity. Sure. And then suddenly, there are people who says, but it's so positive kasi look, the trees are chirping and the environment is coming back yeah, to life. True. Diba? So parang, okay. maybe that's true na nag-recover yung environment but at that specific space, that sort of bypasses the grievousness of what everyone else was experiencing. That there's a lot of fear, anxiety, uncertainty, and just really just a survival issues that are happening at the moment. So sometimes when done in excess, positivity can be used to cover up or to silence human experience. And that's when it becomes toxic. Okay. Kasi... Binanggit mo nga, Miss Mara, na very crucial and important part yung acknowledgement ng emotion. So kapag tinapala natin siya ng something positive, but look at the brighter side and this and that, nagiging invisible tuloy yung pinagdaraan ng difficult emotion ng tao. Yeah. I guess from a societal ano lang perspective, di ba? Parang, for example, oh, at least may trabaho ka pa. Okay lang na inaano ka nila, inaabuso ka nila na nagtatrabaho ka. Mm. More, kasi hashtag hustle and also like at least may work ka pa. But it sort of silences the fact na, but I'm being abused systemically and exploited. And if I don't air out this negativity, it will never change, 
right? Mm, yeah. We're stuck mm-hmm. here forever. <laughs> okay, so ito, lagi natin tong lesson. Kung napapansin nyo sa marami na nating episodes, anything in excess is bad. Kahit positivity. Mm-hmm. Kapag sumobra-sobra, hindi na siya maganda. Yes. So ito naman, Miss Mara. Na-mention mo na kanina nga na walang one-size-fits-all way of coping with grief. Kasi alam naman nating complex, strong process. Pero kung may top advice or request ka sa mga taong nagdadalamhati these days, what would that be? Mm-hmm. Okay. Siguro top request is to Mm-mm. legitimize your grief. It's that. Just legitimize, acknowledge, and allow it to existence because grief, like what we talked about kanina, is an acknowledgement of something good, actually, that happened in your life, whether it's a job, an identity, a stage, or a person. Mm -hmm. So when we erase it and delegitimize it, we're denying that existence. So kahit masakit siya, legitimize natin, acknowledge. It's scary. It sometimes feels like the waves are too big, which is why we can turn to our support system when that happens. Mm -hmm. We can allow ourselves to be vulnerable and allow people to hold our hands as we swim through the waves of grief also. So hmm. maybe that's my my request. So legitimize and acknowledge, but also know when you need extra help so you can take care of yourself hmm. better. Ganda. Ganda. I sort of find this ironic because feeling ko, there will be uh, listeners na nag-click sa episode na to hoping to find out how to get rid of grief. Yeah. Just to hear <laughs> towards the end that the only way to gracefully cope with it is to accept, legitimize, and acknowledge that you're feeling grief. And that's normal. Yeah. Then ni Mamshi Mara na acknowledge din natin pag kailangan natin ng tulong, no? And alam naman natin mm. na there are institutions providing help such as this tulad nga mm. ng InTouch so maybe Mara you can talk about the institution your advocacy uh, and okay. how people can get in touch with InTouch InTouch <laughs> okay <laughs> I love it I love it, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love it. <laughs> well, sige, so InTouch Community Services is the clinic I work in so we've been around since 19 19- 80s or the kids would call it the 1900s. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I wasn't around the 1980s, but the institution precedes me. So, <laughs> it's um, in touch is primarily it's volunteer driven, um, and it's dedicated mm-hmm. to promoting mental health and offering care and treatment to people suffering from mental and emotional distress. One of the ways that we deliver our service is through employee assistance programs. So. We ask corporations to, you know, take up the mantle also, since sila may power, and to provide this counseling to their, um, or this type of service to their employees also. So kami yung parang arm that sort of provides counseling for employees. Pero meron din kaming self-paying clients, so people mm-hmm. who pay out of pocket. Yung institution provides therapy or counseling. Training, so pag may gusto yung mga seminars on this, training on that, workshops on whatever, pwede rin kayong mag, ano ba, mag-get in touch with in touch. We <laughs> um, also have crisis line, so there's a 24-7 crisis line. So for people na, for example, you're in the middle of the night, you're having a panic attack or a breakdown and crisis and you just need someone to 
get through it and talk to you about it. Meron kaming mga trained responders that can answer this call 24-7. So, meron kaming uh, telephone, 8893-7603. There's also two cell phone numbers. There's Globe and Sun. So, Globe is 0917-800-1123. And for Sun and Smart, it's 0922-893-8944. So, This is yung crisis line. So, yun nga, anytime you can call, there's gonna be a responder who's gonna answer for you. Okay. Pero if you're gonna schedule, iba rin yung number doon. So, you can just check the InTouch Community Services website on how to, I guess, if you're a corporation, how to get it for your company. If you're an individual person and just wants therapy, how to get a schedule with a therapist. Yeah. Ikaw naman mismo, Miss Mara. Is it okay if we ask how people can reach out to you kung gusto nila na Directang linya kay Miss Mara. Uh, you can just email me at marayusinko at gmail.com. So, ang Yusinko is Y-U-S-I-N-G-C-O. Okay. And Mara is M-A-R-A. R-A. Uh-uh. Okay. Before we let go of Miss Mara, we'll ask you one final question. Sa Miss Universe is the final <laughs> round. Yes. <laughs> May you please give one adulting-related recommendation to our listeners? Oh, well, dahil maarte ako. I mean, in terms <laughs> of skincare, kikay, kikay ganon. Oh, okay. Siguro the best adulting tip To age gracefully, just mm. use retinols and sunscreen. So, kahit bata ka pa, mag-sunscreen ka na. So, that's the best adulting tip I could think of at the moment. Yay! Super thank, thank you, Miss Mara. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. This was fun. I felt like I was Yay. just talking chikahan. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! That's so good to hear. Thank you. Okay. So guys, if you find this episode helpful, please share it online or even personally to those people who might need to hear it. Yes. Please help us spread the word. Tell your friends and loved ones that they can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Till next time, fellow adults, this has been Nika, Carla, Azel, and Mara. Preparing ourselves for the inevitable heartaches that we're about to face. Because it's, it's an adult thing! The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.